This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, I've got a declaration at the quarterback position that I can finally make. I've been workshopping this. Okay. I've kind of been gradually coming around on this, but I am ready. Darius, if you could get the drum roll, please. It's official. This is going to be my quarterback stance for 2024 that I will not back down from for the remainder of the pre-draft process. Here we go. People have been wondering, what will my quarterback stance be going into the draft in 2024? Mm -hmm. And I am ready to announce that. Go ahead. Thank you. Here it is. One more of those, please. One more drum roll, and I'm going to give it to you. This is my stance Mm -hmm. for the. You're announcing that this is your stance, and this is. is. I'm not going to drag this out any longer. It's because come on, right? Here we go. I think passing on a quarterback at number two overall would be an absurd, outrageous mistake by this regime. They need to stay put and take a quarterback. Now, I will hedge slightly Mm. and say that if they move back and still get a quarterback in the top ten, Jaden Daniels would be the other option, perhaps at three through five or something. If they trade back and get picks and Daniel still at four or five or six or something, I will grant them immunity from my outrage. Okay. But it will be the first big mistake of this regime. It'll be the first time that my man crush on Adam Peters gets tested a little bit if they do not take a quarterback at number two overall. I'm putting it in Sharpie. I have suggested that if you pick very high, you should probably go quarterback. I've gone as far as to say that I would take Drake May at number two overall. But today, as I sit here, Danny, I am ready to tell you and our listening audience that it is official. You can put it in concrete and put it in pen. If they don't come out of the top 10 with a quarterback, I think it will be an outrageous decision and a massive mistake. Tell me why I'm wrong. Now, I happen to agree that this is the opportunity. This is essential just because of the timing of all of it. Beyond anything, just even beyond the idea that they're hard to find and you've got your pick of all but one, presumably, in this year's draft, and you should just take advantage of this opportunity. But again, that GM, coach, quarterback thing lining up in terms of sync doesn't happen very often. So you should give that a shot to give this uh, young neophyte quarterback every possible chance to succeed, not 
well, we've got six months, and then I've got to start worrying about myself, head coach who inherited this guy or whatever. That That's where that jumbled up nonsense where there's nothing contiguous. So beyond all that, I have a hard time coming up with the argument, but let me do my best. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, I don't think that's the case this year, but let's just say, these guys are the best this year. This is a, this is a Kenny Pickett-type draft. This is a uh, Malik Willis is going to go in the first round-type draft. These guys are hype way more than substance. We can't take one just to take one. We've got it. We're marrying this guy to our franchise. This is going to be our standard bearer out front for hopefully 15 years. We don't think anybody in this draft is that dude. Could they sell that to you, Grant Harrison Paulson? If that were the case, sure. It's not, though. I mean, in that draft, we didn't think right now that quarterbacks were going one, two, and three mm-hmm. because they weren't worth going one, two, and three. There was some thought that maybe Pickett could go toward the top of the board because he was the best quarterback in the country. I think anybody who watched Malik Willis play in the Senior Bowl, that was all the scouting you had to do, let alone finding out that he was a run-first quarterback from Liberty, knew that he was being massively over-talked about when people suggested he could go in the first round. This year and that year are just completely different in my opinion. Caleb Williams as a draft prospect is an elite-level physical traits unicorn prospect. Doesn't mean he's going to be a great NFL player. That's not how it works. But from a how many boxes do you check and where do you get drafted? Yeah, it's intriguing. That's special. Mm -hmm. He'll go at the top of the board one, two, whatever. I happen to think Drake May looks a lot and resembles a lot of how Justin Herbert was regarded as a prospect. And when I watch him at North Carolina, I see some of Herbert at Oregon. I am immensely intrigued by him. But the physical traits, this is height, this is size, this is arm strength, uh, this is accuracy, this Mm -hmm. is mobility and athleticism and all that stuff, you would grade him way more favorably than you would, say, Kenny Pickett as an example, the number two quarterback in this class. The number three guy is considered Lamar Jackson-ish. Like, that's the electricity and the skill set that we're talking about. And I have some reservations about Jaden Daniels as a passer because he played with arguably the, the best wide receiver tandem in the country. And I was reading this piece about how, essentially, uh, on passes beyond 15 yards, no one in the country this year threw the more wide-open receivers than Jaden Daniels. But I still am really excited about him as a player. I think as a prospect, it's electric. I would be elated if he ended up in Washington because you got a chance to have a guy that on day one as a playmaker and possibly if you design something well with Ben Johnson or whoever else is going to be your head coach as a passer as well. You can make things semi-easy for him early on and design an offense like we saw in 2012 that he could have some immediate success. But there are three guys in this class that I think are head and shoulders better than the one you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Now, I guess in this hypothetical, if Peters said, listen, man, I know you're upset we didn't take a quarterback, but we just didn't like any of these guys enough, and we got a really nice deal to move back. Does that make them crazy? Not necessarily, but I need them to like someone. You're picking second this overall. This was my point with Rivera. You, you got yeah. your choice of three different types of dudes. Caleb Williams, who just physical talent is off the charts. Drake May, who looks like a pro passer, kind of designed in a lab, central casting for what you want a quarterback build to look like and skill set to look like. Doesn't mean he's going to be great, but he, he's got all of that in spades. And then Jaden Daniels, if you want the athlete who can run and make plays and be a star when he's not throwing the football, who you got to probably get to a point where he's a better passer, right? 
you got a little bit of everything in this class. Mm-hmm. You're at a, you're at a buffet, man. If there's nothing for you to eat, that's probably that's your issue. And also on top of that, let's say all three end up being busts and they were right in that hypothetical. Are you going to get another shot to pick second? Then take if you don't want a quarterback at number two, then take that number two pick and try to trade for a quarterback. Do my point is this asset is too important to not come away with your QB. So I'm sitting pat. I'm not trading up. I'm taking Drake May. But my take today is their first big mistake would be to not come away from their first draft with a quarterback in the top 10. Don't do what Rivera did and paid for for the rest of his time here. Rivera said no thank you to quarterback, took the can't-miss non-quarterback, which somehow missed anyway for the most part. Can't completely say that because we're the defensive rookie of the year and you traded him for a sandwich round pick between the third and fourth round. But it didn't go well. And now you watch Herbert every Sunday and you've seen Tua put up huge numbers the last couple of years in a great offense in Miami. So I guess the question I want to pose to people, and you just heard Danny's response, I want yours. Why am I wrong that if Washington passes on a quarterback at number two, and I'll even give them a little bit of a caveat to say if they move back a few picks, but they don't get a quarterback in the top 10, that they will have made a massive mistake and it will be the first time that I have an issue to bring up with this new group. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.